0: Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Tuesday, the 25th of July, 2023. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon, i have got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 finished up half a percent today to 7,340 points with the commodity miners doing best. The big iron ore miners did particularly well after Beijing signaled more help for commodities generally, though it hasn't yet unveiled a major stimulus to help boost consumption, Today, the Communist Party Politburo focused on providing more support for the property sector and on reducing local government debt. Now, the property market accounts for around 40% of Chinese steel demand and is also important for consumption of copper, aluminium and zinc. That's why the big miners did well. BHP, Fortescue and Rio Tinto's share prices all jumped by between three and a half and four percent but it was a tough day for consumer discretionary stocks with falls in west farmers and dominoes star casino jb hi-fi etc the banks were down with westpac off one percent while the energy companies woodside and santos outperformed story number two opposition leader peter dutton is under fire after the sydney morning herald and age reported that the home affairs department handed a multi-million dollar Offshore detention contract to an Australian businessman just one month after federal police told the then minister, Peter Dutton, that the man was under investigation for bribery. AFP's acting commissioner told Dutton in July 2018 that Sydney based Mozamil Buhani was under investigation over suspected bribes to Nauruan politicians. The payments were made to secure preferential access to millions of dollars worth of phosphate for his company, Radiance International. Now, a month later, the Department of Home Affairs entered into a fresh contract with Radiance to supply accommodation for refugees and asylum seekers. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese said Dutton should explain the serious allegations against him. Story number three, borrowers in Sydney's southwestern suburbs and in Melbourne's northwest are more than twice as likely to be a month or more behind paying their home arrears, according to ratings agency S&P. And while the number of mortgages in arrears remains low across the country, about 1%, The new figures will push banks away from lending in particular areas. The Reserve Bank, which deliberates on interest rates next week, has previously warned that pressure on borrowers is unevenly spread. According to the Financial Review, the S&P Global Ratings figures show mortgages more than 30 days late are highest in Sydney's southwest, with some 2.5% behind, followed by Perth's northwest, Melbourne's northwest, and the Blue Mountains in New South Wales. That correlates to where properties have been more affordable which in turn, of course, has attracted highly leveraged first-home buyers. Story number four, Pilbara Minerals' share price jumped to 5% today after announcing new June quarter production and sales records. It wasn't all good news. The price of lithium spodumene concentrate, that's the stuff used in batteries and mobile phones and things, fell about 33% in the quarter. The miner also said it expects to settle on a new partner in downstream lithium processing within the next five months as it continues to boost production at its West Australian mine. Pullover Minerals had predicted that prices would fall in June amid a price war between sellers of internal combustion engine vehicles and electric vehicles in China. New vehicle emission standards were due to come into effect in China on July 1. That had led to months of heavy discounting by petrol engine car makers, therefore a reduced demand for lithium. In story number five, Israel's parliament has voted through the first part of a controversial judicial overhaul pushed by Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's hardline government, triggering riots in many cities across the nation. The fight over the judiciary has tipped Israel into its worst political crisis in years, igniting 20 Nine straight weeks of protests. As thousands of protesters waved Israeli flags and blew horns outside parliament, MPs voted 64-0 to back legislation to limit the power of Israel's top court, with the entire opposition boycotting the vote after a 30-hour debate. Opposition leaders said it was a bleak day for Israel's democracy. The bill will prevent Israel's top court from using the standard of reasonableness to strike down government decisions. It's a broader effort to rein in the judiciary that Netanyahu's coalition with far-right and ultra-religious parties have been prioritising since taking power in December. That's it for the afternoon report for Tuesday the 25th of July 2023. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning with a Wednesday edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening.